Hello, everyone. Welcome to Sharing the Journey. Today, I am here with probably the person that I will be interviewing that I've known the longest because I met him when he was seven. Uh, we grew up about a mile from each other, and but we didn't go to the same school until he was in middle school, but I met him through a mutual friend. I'm talking today with Todd, and Todd, why don't you introduce yourself and just uh, tell me a little bit about yourself and what you Absolutely. like to do, stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh, my name is Todd Stobblefeld. That's how you pronounce the last name. It's been it's a bit of a crazy one. I, uh, I'm 41 years old. Yeah, I currently live in a little town called Port Orchard. But uh, I, uh, like like Shelly said, I sort of grew up um, around her neck of the woods, her, her podcast talking about the island that she grew up on. Um, I used to drive my bicycle around that island all the time. <laughs> Lots of friends that lived on that island, and uh, and even after I was injured, I, I still used that island as a place for for walking around, and my wife did as well. So it's a no that, that that whole spot down there is pretty awesome. Has a lot of good memories and whatnot. Uh, let's see what what about me? I um, I'm, a, I'm a software guy. It's for a business, and I own a company, and we work uh, in laboratories. We deal with uh, with data. Uh, regardless of the laboratory style, whether it's a clinical toxicology or anatomical pathology, we, that's sort of what we do. We move, we move patient data around. So right now with this pandemic, I, um, my entire team and I, we've been working literally nonstop uh, for, I don't know, since what, about, about May. It sort of dipped for a little bit because everybody sort of went to frozen states. And then as people started to come back and then with all the numbers and stuff, so that's that. I'm married uh, to a wonderful lady. Her name's Karen. I'm sure we'll probably talk more about her. And uh, I have two stepsons uh, who actually are all sort of growing up now. Um, when I married Karen, they were in 14 and 13. And so they're now 21 and 20 and doing their thing. Uh, whatnot. So that's been sort of really cool to see that we're empty nesters. Uh, and uh, we got two dogs, Olivia and Beatrice. And we have one cat. His name's Aji, and that's sort of that for fun. I'm a foodie. My wife is a foodie. We like to make food, and uh, well, obviously like to eat it, but uh, really into <laughs> eat, to making and working with ingredients and sort of the science of food. Uh, so I definitely married somebody who's really, really right there with me with regards to regard to that. Outside of that, we'd be we'd probably, probably normal stuff like TV, you know, watching some shows, doing some of that streaming. I think Mandalorian starts back up. I think it was today or this week. So I'm pretty pumped about that second season on, on the Disney network. But uh, yeah, I think that's how it seems like a shotgun of things. Um, but uh, you tell me what you want, Miss Shelley. I'll, I'll answer whatever you ask. Okay. So tell me a little bit about your early growing up years and what influenced your faith. Yeah. Well, at the beginning, there was, there was no faith for me. Um, my, uh, my, you know, we, my story is just riddled right, with, uh, which is pain and, and rough and sad. Um, but um, four years into my story, so I was born in 79. Uh, my dad, Bruce, my mom, Gwen, my sister, Christy, uh, down in the Great View, uh, Washington area. So down by the Shelton and state capital referred to as or called Olympia. And four years into my, my sort of story, my, my dad, Bruce, unfortunately passed away 
in a pretty horrific uh, motorcycle accident. So that just allowed, or left rather, my mom and my sister and myself. And my mom at that point, and then for years later, she uh, owned a hair salon. So she was a, a hairstylist. That's what she did for her for her job, and, and it was her business. So we sort of grew up, um, uh, I think back in the day, they were called latchkey kids. So, you know, we'd uh, bring ourselves home from school, that type of deal, get ourselves to school, you know, with the bus and all that jazz. Uh, so that was sort of how we, how we grew up. Well, in 1987, well, I guess I'll back up one sentence. With the death of my dad, that made my mom, because she was like 31, I think, uh, rethink her story and, you know, priorities, what's important. And so she started uh, taking us to church. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think we all sort of find, you know, anchors and, and comfort sometimes in times of pain. And so she found, she found Jesus for sure. And she, she wrapped around that one pretty tight. You know, obviously as a little boy, I don't know, you know, how much she could think about that or necessarily, you know, believe and or embrace. Uh, and then sadly, uh, more tragedy. Uh, in 1987, uh, my mom decided that summer to, <laughs> this is what's so sad. She decides to remodel her bedroom to make it her, her own room, right? So you're grieving, right? This, this widow, right? And uh, so she took all the my dad's like stuff. I remember like it was like a, it was like a, some sort of some boots. I remember boots. I remember uh, like a helmet and then um, some guns. And she put them into a spare bedroom um, at the house. And I'd, I'd seen those guns before in her closet because one of my jobs, and a self-signed job, not she did not have me do this. I just, I've always been in the shoes. Shoes are like a big thing to me. And so I always would like to organize her closet and put her shoes together because she just like, you know, she'd get home or whatever, open up the closet and kick her shoes in. They'd just be on a big old pile. And uh, so I always like to organize them and lay them out, you know, um, in some sort of order and, you know, heel to, to wedge to whatever uh, and whatnot. But um I saw the guns in the corner of the closet. I unzipped this bag one time and, and I was looking at the gun and so the trigger is a rifle. And that was about it. I zipped it back up. Wasn't like a, it didn't, wasn't a draw, but man, when they were in a spare room with sitting up against the edge of a, of the wall, the corner, man, that was, that was enticing. And a box of ammunition was sitting next to it. And man, I tell you, I, you know, we had like commando and predator, Bruce Willis and the Nakatomi I'd chew my graham crackers into guns. And um, it was one of those things where, yeah, let's do this. So we started playing with these guns on was like August 12th. So I just had my anniversary here. Um, it was a Wednesday night. And uh, my cousin, Mike, he was 11. I'm, I'm you know, Todd, I'm eight. And playing with guns, loading guns, pointing them at the wall. I remember pointing the gun at my, my cousin, Mike, as a, a Mossberg. 12 gauge and it was loaded. If I would have pulled the trigger out. Ugh. I mean, this could have been just, you know, so many ways of yuck. Went to bed that night. Next morning, Mike woke me up, that little punk. And he was like, Hey, let's go play with the guns. And I was like, nah, I'm good. And he's like, come on, man. You know, you know, you might tell the story different, but Oh, I remember. Cause I was a little sleepy baby. You know, I wanted to, I wanted to get my little my beauty sleep. So I rolled up out of that bed and uh, went that that room. I should have said no to that. And um, I loaded a rifle, uh, a 22 rifle caliber. And uh, what I did not know, I now know, 
Um, that had what's referred to as a tube magazine. So it was already, it already had bullets in the tube. And when I loaded the bullet into the chamber directly, um, then my cousin asked to see the gun. I took the bullet out of the chamber. And then when I, when I cycled through the bolt, again, not knowing anything about guns, um, I, uh, I chambered the next round. So unfortunately, you know, I did that to myself. Yay. And, uh, Gave the gun to my cousin, Mike, and he was playing with a gun, just looking at it, flipping the safety up and on the trigger, and does shot me in the face. Um, I was sitting on the side of the room and whatnot, and so yeah, so he pulled the trigger, got shot, and uh, we can go into all that detail if you want to hear all that stuff, but um, you know, that, that sort of put me onto a whole other journey. I was in the hospital for, I think, a total of just over a year, like 10 or 11 months at Children's Hospital, like eight, two months at Harborview. It's an eight-year-old, man. Just getting ready to go to the, I think it was second grade, I think. And, uh, or third, I can't remember now how that works with the age. But bottom line, I was a little dude. And, uh, and I was now, you know, crippled from the neck down. And so it was a start of a journey. And with regards to, you know, faith and where I was at back then, honestly, Shelly, that was a little more mandatory. It was a little more, this is what we do on Sundays. Um, my king didn't come to me, you know, in real and new ways until I was uh, in my late 20s and uh, early 30s. But that was the sort of the routine back then. And um, it just, you know, did life. Mom was my mom and sis was sis. My grandpa became a dad, basically, and my grandma. And we all lived on the same property near where you grew up on Treasure Island there on the Loop Road. And um, my great grandma and great grandpa were our neighbors as well. So it was sort of a the fishbowl uh, but thank god because you know everybody helped out and that's how we did life back uh, back in the 80s so i remember you coming to my church coming back to start attending church and i was wondering i was just wondering today as i was sitting in counseling what that was like for you to I'm not even sure quite how to, did the church help? Did the church hurt? How was it? Cause this church has a real focus on healing and, or had, I should say, I don't know now. Um, but what was that like? And how has that been throughout, you know, your experience? Is the church is it positive or? You know, I would say that again, at the age that I was and sort of my story and, uh, and I didn't really know disabled people. Uh, I mean, shoot, Shelly, I think you were the only. Yeah, I was just going to say, right? I, yeah. Yeah, there was this cat. He was a quadriplegic, but he lived right before the island. He lived right before the bridge. Um, and, uh, and he had got hurt when he was a teenager. So he was around, but he died. And so there wasn't a lot of connectivity, you know, with, with various disabilities and services and things like that so literally it's me and you um you know with polar opposite right disabilities yeah uh, in fact remember i remember one of my jobs uh, when i was uh when we were in school together was to to drive you um uh, to like various rooms and classes i remember that was a it felt like i don't know if it was an assignment or what i wanted to do but i remember doing that several times um if i remember running you over once <laughs> uh, it felt horrible you were, um, what I remember was you said, let's go fast. And, uh, and so I started going fast. I ran over your foot. It felt like a moron. 
Um, but uh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember having to run. Well, I would hold on to your the arm of your chair arm and you would zoom yeah. around. And, yeah. Um, I remember having to do laps in PE that way because. There you go. Yeah. yeah okay. We, we had the same um, yeah. paraprofessional assigned to us, and she didn't know what to do when we both hit the same PE class. She was like, <laughs> Oh, man. Help. <laughs> exactly. That was back in the days. Uh, one point, side story is maybe this is going to be a bunch of that my niece and nephew went to that school. And so, and I lived with my niece and nephew, my uncle, or not my uncle, my, my brother and my sister-in-law, I lived with them for a number of years, uh, about 10 years ago or so. And, um, and so I would go back to the Grapeview Gators. I'd go back to that school because of my niece and nephew. And then my sister-in-law started working there. And that same gal, which her name has escaped me all of a sudden, but that, that was like in charge of us. I laughed my butt off. Cause I went to her room and I looked on the shelves and sure enough, there was still a cardboard box up on the shelf. One said Michelle and another one said Todd. Oh dear. And I went, <laughs> what? And then they took me to like a, a um, I don't know. It was like some grade, maybe fifth grade, fourth grade. And the desk that I had um, that was, that I used, that she used it. The teacher did. Man, blew my mind. I started crying. Bringing back some old memories. But anyway, back to you know, back to the story. Uh, I, I think I was so just focused on in the moment, which is sort of what that happens at that psychology level after you're newly injured. Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing, where I was going, or what was happening. Um, church was what we did. It was on Sundays. Everybody was cool. Um, you know, it wasn't until later that I had some, you know, roller coasters at, 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 at the church scene. But, you know, in, in the initial stuff, I had no idea. And um, everybody was friendly. I did lose a lot of friends that I had prior to being disabled. But I think that's just because it was the age and what do you do? And then yeah, sure. other, and the other friends just became friends. And then I circled back with some of those when I was in high school. Partly just because we, the way we, where we lived, and I wasn't playing, you know, uh, soccer anymore or uh, baseball, which is where I was meeting some of those friends that went to different school districts. But um, yeah, so I got, I got no, I got no beef, you know, from back in the day uh, or uh, any of those ups and downs. It was just all pretty steady Eddie. That was just sort of my age. I, I remember coming back to the church. There was a big sign, "Welcome back, Todd." So. I remember seeing that and visualizing that when I was a kid, like, whoa, they, this is pretty sweet. But um, yeah. yeah, that's what I remember back in the day. And what about now? Is it? You know, now it's definitely a different story. Um, I would say that um, I really thoroughly enjoy uh, churches that are brutally transparent, um, humble, uh, and all about, you know, uh, orphans, um, mission, uh, demonstrating gospel. Uh, that's, that's where I line up. I like, I'm definitely part of the misfits and, uh, and I want to hang out with other misfits and, uh, and whatnot. So I've had my ups and downs of, you know, where I would, uh, you know, worship and, and serve and whatnot. And I definitely have carved out my own little space and place. And I also married a bit of a misfit too. And it works well for us and where we go. Um, I've not been to church. Uh, it's funny we're doing this podcast now, but 
I've not been to church in some time because of the pandemic. Sure. I haven't either. And, and I have been finding that I have some different thoughts on the pandemic than um, a lot of people uh, in, uh, in the sort of region counties of where I currently live. And I've been learning how to respect their p- opinions and uh, because that was tough because I thought, well, this doesn't make any sense. But, you know, learning that humans are humans and we all have perceptions and perspectives. And so being able to respect and, and it's okay to, you know, agree to disagree type thing. Uh, and then starting to feel a little bit now like, like well, if, if I'm doing that to you, why can't you do that to me? And so it's, it's a little bit of that sort of feeling, which I refuse, um, you know, the enemy, the negativity to try to get a stronghold there or try to you know, be divisive or, or wedge. Um, but I will tell you that this is a very complicated time on multiple layers. And right now I feel like it's a lot of me and my king and uh, a lot of me and my king and my girl. And, uh, and that's, it's just sort of the three of us. And, uh, and then my, I'd say my parents are the close second. Um, but no, we, you know, we, again, we, we're, we're those sciencey people um, you know, number people, I mean, I, you know, this is what I do for a living. Been doing this since the nineties, uh, you know, laboratories. I got so much, so much experience with, you know, SARS is what it's, it's actual name is, uh, we, even though we we'll call it COVID. Um, and, uh, this is, this is crazy. So anywho, church is a little different and, um, and then, I don't know, I just sort of, more online stuff and uh, more worship music online. Thank God for YouTube. And, yeah. <laughs> right. And what, and I have no idea when I will go back to church. I, I uh, obviously I'm a vaccine guy, right? So I'm going to wait for vaccines to come out. And so it could be a couple of years, you know, yeah. before um, I go back to church. I've, I've been in one building uh, twice since March 13th. And, uh, and that was under some serious control. Um, you know, cause I married the military, even though she's retired, we're still pretty much a military household and, uh, and whatnot. It was a gun range actually too. That's sort of funny. Um, but, uh, but that's, I haven't been in a restaurant, I haven't been in a grocery store, I haven't been to a doctor. I, no, it's just, this is the style that I have. It's the life I have. And I have a business that's thriving and growing with lots of people. And it would be very disrespectful if I even chanced the option of, of, you know, catching COVID and, and, uh, and how that would tear me apart. I don't know. I don't need to know. I don't want to know. Yeah, no kidding. No and kidding. so, you know, I made my choices. And so, you know, with those choices, you get a little bit of, a little bit of ripple every now and then. But um, I would say that I feel the most confident, you know, where I'm at now, 41, my wife's 51. Uh, I don't got the regret thing. I'm, I'm doing well. I love, I love myself. I love me. I took a long time to get there, but I do. And um, it's pretty powerful when you love yourself, just, you know, how you're able to do, to do life going forward. But, um, you know, I, you know, that's about where I'm at with that. I, I, you know, maybe ask that question again in, you know, eight months ago, right. Um, Or ask that question again in four years, you know, you get some different answers, but uh, pandemic definitely is demonstrating what some people do. And, and I'm in love with my Lord. That is for darn sure. Um, Crazy in love with my Jesus and, He's been with me and loves on me. And, and uh, I would say since 2011 is when I really, really surrendered a lot to him and my process 
Um, at the same time, I'm, I'm all about that science, uh, crazy science, and uh, and embrace science. You know, uh, so you know sometimes some of those folks can get a little sideways when it's no, 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 my you know my lord, my lord's got me, so I can go do whatever I want. Eh, don't know if I line up with that. You know, so but you know, do you? Uh, and I'll respect doing you, but you best respect doing me. Yeah. And, uh, and that's sort of where I'm at right now in that storyline. So how did you make your faith your own? How did that happen? What was, what was going on? You know, I would, I just, I just had this conversation with my mom. I, um, I definitely have, uh, I'm, I'm service minded. I'm a very service oriented person. I, you know, I wanted to be in the Navy before I got paralyzed. Uh, I wanted to be in the secret service. Um, I wanted to be a, and whether I could have been or not, I have no idea, but um, I had dreamed uh, and about being a, a Navy SEAL, a particular type of sailor. And, um, and then I wanted to be uh, in the secret service. There's something about service uh, to me that is in my, like my DNA and, uh, and whatnot. And so that has always been a thing with me I think regardless of maybe where I could name it or, or, or my struggles or bad decisions and stuff, but I always had a real, I don't know, almost like, you know what, you know, and um, whether this is right or whether this is wrong, this is sort of the story and, and this is sort of where I'm going. And it wasn't until I was, uh, I don't even know what age I was, uh, 31. So was that, I'm sorry, uh, 2011. So was that like maybe 35, 34? Something like that. I think 34 and then going to 35. Um, I, uh, I was living, uh, thank God too, my, my brother and my sister-in-law allowed me to live there. I was not able to, to, to live on Bainbridge Island anymore um, with just finances and work. I'm, I do have a very, very small annuity from being paralyzed, but it's not what you see and hear on TV. It, you know, maybe covers the rent, you know, on a, on a good month. Uh, and, uh, and I didn't have any state assistance, um, never. Um, and uh, so it was all, everything was billed and paid for by my own W-2. So I was working all the time and it was just killing me. And I just couldn't, I just couldn't do it. And uh, my brother said, just come live with them, come live with us. So I lived with my brother for four years and whatnot. But the, by the time I got to my bro's house, um, I was drinking more than I would we normally, and then I was taking pills. So Oxy, I mean Oxy, what a what a what a wonderful mistress uh, she is, and um, and she just knows all the right buttons and everything. And so I was really into. I mean, my thing was Oxy and Crown Royal. Uh, that was a treat, and uh, and whatnot. So I was just really into that too much, and I'd quit my job, and then I was sort of like independent contractor type stuff, and ah. It was just a, it was just an ugly, bad scene, and you know, still doing life, and uh, you know, enjoyed being an uncle and and whatnot. But I was, I was just I was a jerk, you know. I was just I was a, I was selfish and not in a great place. And I just remember, I just remember the date, man, December thirty first, two thousand eleven. Uh, I was this girl that I was seeing off and on for I don't know three or four years, and um, she had posted on her Facebook. Uh, and uh I was like, oh no oh your little dog i remember in a previous podcast and uh, <laughs> he's talking again awesome, hey man. quiet good uh, my dog started talking well maybe we'll have a little dialogue 
um, but uh, I think her picture update with the new boy and, uh, you know, change the Facebook status, like oh, that sunk in hard. And that put me into a whirlwind. And my, my brother came down and gave me my classic big brother encouragement, which I'll spare all of you his words. Uh, but, but truth, that was when I went, okay, okay, I'm, I'm, you know what, Jesus, I'm done, man. I'm done writing. I'm done writing these crappy chapters. Uh, I can't do this anymore. These are hideous and ugly, and you know I don't need, I don't have great penmanship, and my grammar blows. And uh, and he just gave me a big hug, and he said, "No problem. Glad to do this. You know, let's get ready. It's gonna be a ride." And um, and it's clear, it's clear, it's clear, Shelley. You know, I don't know. My story's weird or whatever, but he just was so happy. Man, he lay in bed with me, rubbed my head, you know, and uh, I don't know, man. Jesus is, uh, is, is, is absolutely incredible. And I say that word a lot. It's hard not to find other words because the word is so true. Um, but um, no, I was a changed dude systemically from that, that point forward. And it's just been a constant, um, if not daily, right? Sometimes hourly, right? Uh, weekly, you know, you just, I spend a lot of time talking and having a dialogue, you know, with my king and, um, and that service-minded thing, you know, the king to serve the king, you know, kneel before the king, uh, you know, do your job, do what you're told, um, do that every day. Um, your feelings aren't the mission. Uh, you know, it, I don't know. There's a lot of military type style in me and, and this works out really, really well. And um, so, yeah, since, uh, you know, basically last day 11, right into 12, that's the sort of been rock steady, you know, just killing it, crushing it, whatever words you want to say. Met Boo Boo um, later in 12 and uh, fell in love, got married in 13 and and just been slaying it, you know, ever since. Um, so, yeah, man, it's just been, it's been wild, but I'm just thoroughly in love with my Lord and um, that's never going to change and I don't see how it could. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, there you go, man. I'm just inside myself. Uh, love my Jesus, love myself, and uh, finally learned how to give it, give it up and, uh, and then to do that consistently because prior to that, I'd give it up, but then I'd grab it back, you know, a hot minute later. You know, oh, no, 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 let me get, let me try writing it again. You know, no, I think I got better with my penmanship. You know, you chuckle, you get, you get the pen back, and then, you know, a year later, two months later, oh, no, my penman still sucks. You know, and he's like, no problem. Let me, let me, let me take over. And, um, but you know, from 11 on, it's just like, no, I broke my pen, threw it in the trash. And uh, he's like, I got you. So there you go. Nothing but beautiful. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. Please. Let's um, wrap this first part up and we'll come back and do a second part. Okay.